Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Do you remember what it felt like when you decided to open your salon, whether it was a moment of madness or a moment of clarity? At some point, we decided to go all in. We were excited, energized, we had a vision, and we knew just what we wanted to do. In a few years, in the thick of it, and you're likely going through countless hurdles, challenges, you've probably grown a lot professionally, personally, for sure, and you're juggling all of the things, the marketing, sales, recruitment, key management, there's bills, there's overheads. (laughs) And I know it can feel like your world's away from the bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and maybe slightly naive person who decided one day to just open a salon. That was me for sure. But I do think it's important that we take time to remember that person, not only celebrate who that person was, what that person has achieved and who you've become now, how far you've come, but also to remember why you started and reconnect with your dream, even if the dream has changed. So on that note, I want to introduce you to a very charming Jake Bushnell. Now, Jake is where you once were, or maybe you still are there in the early stages of opening and building your dream salon. And just like you, he had an epiphany, an aha moment, if you will, that led him to the starting point of his journey. His journey is one that I think we can all relate to, to remind us or just to connect with where we are right now if you're in the thick of it. To slow down, take a step back and remember what brought you here and to keep it simple, sweetheart. Let's jump in and meet Jake and his adoring story. Jake, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Pleased to have you here. Glad to be here. So let's kick things off with a little bit of who the heck are you, Jake? Where are you in the world? What do you do? And then how did you get to be doing it? All right. I'm just a guy. My name's Jake. Okay. I'm from Southern California. I'm from Huntington Beach. If there's any surfers that watch this, the US Open is in Huntington Beach every year. It's a big surf town. And um, I am a barber. I am about to open my first barbershop. I've been a professional barber. It will be nine years on October 15th. So we're about there. Basically nine years I've been a barber and I'm 43 years old. Up until I was 33, I was a musician. I was a drummer for a lot of years and then a singer. I was in bands. I toured the country. I wanted to be a rock star. And like a lot of people that want to be rock stars and fall short, I became a barber. It's, it's a thing that happens in Southern California quite a lot. And um, the re- how I became a barber was I kind of realized um, that maybe I wasn't going to be a famous rock star. I'd better get a second skill. I was getting married. I had met a lovely lady that I'm married to now. I have a son um, with. And uh, I had met her and I'm like, you know what? Time to get married. Time to get off the road. And I had a friend who was also a musician that became a barber. He convinced me to come down to the barber shop, hang out with him for a couple days and see if I liked it. I loved it. I immediately went to barber school and nine years later, here I am opening up my own shop in Huntington Beach. 
nice day barbershop coming soon. I love it. I love it. So I'm really interested in this sort of transition, career transition, and what now has led you from having a great career as being a barber, but now going into starting your own business. When did you recognize, all right, it's time for me to actually go out on my own and and start something? So it was extremely recent when I thought this. This was not a planned out thing, this barbershop in any way. So I was just cruising along, being a barber and trying to get good at my craft. And I was very lucky that right out of barber school, I was hired at a spot called American Vintage Barbershop. It's in Long Beach, California. And it won Barbershop of the Year the last several years. I was there for eight years learning from really good barbers. So I got good. I got to do a lot of haircuts. And then COVID hit. And when 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 the lockdowns happened, our barbershop was shut down for a long time. And at the, this was the same time that I had my, my son, Rocky. So it was weird. I'm home. I'm not cutting hair for a little over a year. And um, by the time the barbershop start opening back up, I have a one and a half year old now and childcare becomes an issue. So I became a stay at home dad, my wife holding it down, doing all the work. I'm raising my son. Only um, only about three or four months ago did our schedules you know, open up and Rocky became old enough for daycare and stuff that I could start barbering again. So I get a barbering job a couple days a week right down the hill from my house in a new neighborhood I've never cut in, about 15, 16 miles from where I used to cut hair. So I have to build a whole new clientele. It's been a couple years and I'm in this barber shop and I'm loving the shop. I love the guys, but I'm realizing I had this epiphany where I go, I can either sit here and rebuild a whole new clientele at someone else's shop, or maybe I should just start my own shop and build my clientele in my own shop. <laughs> it was a just happened to me because I was having a slow day in a new shop in a new neighborhood and I'm, my mind's racing. I immediately started looking for shops in my local area and I found a tiny one that was just affordable enough. I called the landlord and he called me back and like, I swear, one day I thought maybe I should do this. One day, the, the next day I find the spot, I call a guy and this is a month later. I'm not kidding you. I'm opening my barbershop. So an epiphany to it's happening in four weeks, record time. I love that, Jake. Um, it's very much like my own story and journey. I uh, remember very clearly I was not long out of my apprenticeship. And one of my clients said to me, um, Larissa, do you think you'll ever open your own business? And I said, oh, no, probably not. Um, maybe when I'm married with three kids and a white picket fence, I'll think about it then. I literally said that to her uh, the week before. And maybe it sparked something in me. Another team member had traveled overseas and she came back to visit. Uh, this was within a couple of days. And she said, I'm going to open my own business. And just those two conversations together, I was driving down the street and a very well-known salon uh, not far from where I was working had relocated. And there was empty space and I was at the lights sitting there. I don't know how long are you at the lights? 45 seconds, mm -hmm. a minute, maybe tops. And I had the same epiphany, Jake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, maybe I could do that myself. And within six weeks, we were open and first clients coming in the door. <laughs> so sometimes you That's just wild. have to take the inspirational moment and run with it. Hello, just me popping into this episode with a little message. If you want help 
implementing a strategy to help build and grow your team, then let's connect. Become the CEO you know is inside of you and know life is for living, not slaving. If you're committed to leveling up your business, maybe you've thought about working with me, but you're just not sure, then let me tell you who I work with. Maybe we're a match. I work with a certain type of salon owner, a salon or spa owner looking to make a huge leap forward. You have a team of four or seven or more and are already smashing seven to eight K a week or more. I help salon owners prepare and get to $19,000 a week. That's a million dollar business. If you're more than ready to step up and become a real CEO of your business, rather than just another day fully booked on the floor and the business just becomes overwhelming and stressful, you know you want to grow a team and a sustainable business that's not centered all around you, a successful, predictable, profitable business that works without you. Not that you don't have to drive it, but it's not dependent upon you. You're willing to be open, coachable, put the right strategic systems in your business, you're a massive action taker. In 60 days from now, things could be completely different. A year from now, life and business could be better than you ever imagined. If you want to have a chat, see if we're a fit and Salon Mastery is right for you, then DM me. Let's talk. Or you can find Salon Mastery application on www.salonownerscollective.com. Fill out the application. I'll get it. Have a look through it. Keen to find out more about you and your business. All right. For now, let's go back to the episode. Yeah, and I'm sure you felt the same way. It was so strange. Once I saw the idea in my mind, I could not unsee it. I went home Mm -hmm. and told my wife, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I think I should start my own shop. Like, what do you think? And she just goes, you should start looking. She's all, I think you should too. She's all, I think it's time. You know, she just kind of saw it too. And then not at a stoplight, but I, I would say like the first website I checked, I'm like, what's this tiny little 300 square foot place that I could maybe afford, you know? And here I am. So crazy how once you see it, right, you can unsee it. Sure. And I you think in those moments, it. you just have to act, right? Don't overthink it, yeah. take action, take massive action and worry about what happens next afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of time to worry about that. All right. Tell yep. us a little bit about uh, the vision, how you're pulling it together. You're like right in the thick of it. Um mm-hmm. What, tell us the vision that you saw. So I always, um, I guess I've always seen a bar, like this shop I wanted in my mind. And, you know, I've, I've surfed my whole life and I played music my whole life. So I wanted to lean on, on that. Oh man. One of my cats is trying to join the podcast right now. Whoa there, Simon. Look at the <laughs> size of this cat. guy, huh? <laughs> Yikes. That's my small one, by the way, for oh the listeners, goodness. big gray cat just went through. Um, uh, so the vision, I can tell you, I've chose the floors, I've chose the walls. So we're doing the light wood floors, wood floors, white walls, very clean, not a lot of clutter. I want it to, I want it to be very peaceful. I named it Nice Day Barbershop. I want, I don't, um, there's a lot of like punk rock barbershops around here that are really rad. Those are the shops I've worked at and I'm going to have some punk music, you know, and, and then there's a lot of just the kind of traditional old school barbershops. I don't know how the barbershops are in New Zealand, but in America, like there's two types of barbershops right now. There's kind of the young, cool shops coming up that are kind of rockabilly, rock and roll style or hip hop, right? Style. And then you've got the older barbers that I can't wait to be one day. I can't wait to be an 85 year old 
guy just cutting it up. There's the older barbershops that, you know, have the checkered floors, the ripped seats, and they're, they're awesome too. But there was nothing kind of in the middle, like surf, skateboard, but also peaceful beach vibe. So I'm, I'm offering that. It's, uh, it's going to be a very clean look. And, uh, and I'm going to have my, you know, there's going to be a little surfboard rack so people can come in straight from the beach, put their surfboards on the wall. And it's going to be a family style shop. So I don't know if you can envision that. Envision uh, wood floors, white walls, and then plant life and a lot of windows. I, I got a corner unit. So windows, um, ceiling to floor, 12 foot tall windows uh, across two full walls. It kind of wraps around a corner. So a lot of natural light. It's going to be peaceful. Somehow it'll be peaceful with punk rock, ska music, and reggae mixed in. That we can all imagine the piece there. <laughs> I love yeah. that. And then your surfboard well, not far away, so you can uh, take off to the beach straight after work. You know it. And then a nice a TV on the wall with like hey, all the surf competitions will be live on the TV. I really love MMA, so when the UFC fights are on, I want. I love it when everyone in a shop's watching and commenting and talking, yelling at the TV. Well, while that. remaining peaceful, there will be a yeah. candle lit to suggest the peace. <laughs> yeah, that's the vibe I'm going for anyway. I love that blending those two things together. I think uh, I think that's really good. A little bit unique, um, super clear vision. All right, let's talk a little bit about what are the challenges been to date. Like, what are some of the the uh, challenges you've had to overcome to get this far? I mean. Um, well, once this ball started rolling, it started rolling fast. And I had never, I'd never even thought of starting a business before this. So I had to, I realized real quickly, oh, what is a business plan? I better write one of these, right? So I, every, it's been every, every step of the way has been a bit of an issue, but nothing too crazy. Like I had to, I had to, I had to find out what a business plan was and, and write one to try to get this place. And so I did, and that was cool. But then I'm, you know, I'm learning as I go. So anyone who's about to start, here's a piece of advice. And I don't know how it is in New Zealand. I don't know how it is in other places in this world. But what I realized when I went to start this business is I'm way more intense and trying to get things done than anyone else, because I think it's my first business. So I'm excited, right? So I'm like calling downtown. Hey, I need to get my business license. And I, I went to, to downtown Huntington Beach and sat in line for an hour and 45 minutes to get my business license. And when I got up to the front, the lady's like, she's like, you don't even have the keys yet. They haven't even demolitioned the spot. Like we have to get, she's all, dude, go relax. So <laughs> I guess I tried to do everything way too early. And now I've realized, hey, let them renovate the place, right? Let order the chairs when the flooring's done. Like, I'm I'm learning to actually relax and slow down when you're starting a business. I, I kind of freaked out and thought, oh my God, I have to get everything done in three weeks. And then I realized, no, I can get my business license two months after I'm already cutting everyone's hair. No one cares. So there you go. I hope it's like that uh, wherever you guys are. Relax and take a back seat, I think, for a minute when you start your business, I, I, right? I, I think that's a good sort of mantra in, in any stage of business to be to be fair because yeah. um I, but i think it's got to be balanced with this i'm actually prepared to get the shit done because uh there are plenty of people that i come across I, i'm a business coach as you know and coach a lot of people some people aren't prepared to get the shit done and take <laughs> way too much time and need a you know need a, a bullet to get things going so i think there's finding um a balance and if we know ourselves and we're 
tend to be over hyperactive, then we can just chill a little bit. But if we're actually not getting things done and they're not coming together, sometimes we have to look within and go, well, is there a reason why the stuff's not coming together? Because I'm not putting my ducks in a row. So um, most of the people I uh, work with, Jake, are like you and we want to get things done faster. We can see a clear vision and we're racing towards it. And I think this is a good trait ultimately. Um, We just have to have a little bit of patience when things just slow us down a little bit. And that's not always a bad thing. Yeah. It's cool. I'm I'm glad I learned it. You know what it was? I have a friend. I'll just quick. I had a friend that that started a business up the street, and I was telling him, I'm like, I'm trying to get my business license, and he told me, he's like, he goes, you know, when I got my business license, and I go, when? He goes, when a lady walked in with a clipboard and said, "Where's the owner of this place? You guys need to get a bit." And he's like, it was three months into my business, and I went, okay, I'm just being an insane person. There's some, you know, I I kind of like this topic actually because. Um, sometimes we worry about all of the things that don't make the ends meet. Like if, if we can cut the hair, we can get the, the clients to pay the money, everything else will fall into place. And that's actually what we need to prioritize first. Because if the ends don't meet, nothing else can come together. So it's probably uh, probably a good early lesson, Jake. <laughs> it's so funny. You just said cut the hair because um, the owner of the first shop that I worked at, American Vintage, awesome, cool guy. And he he had a mantra it's a, he, he would always say, just cut the hair. He would always say that. It was like the simplest thing. Like when anyone would be worrying about anything, you'd be like, hey, just cut the hair. Like, you know, and then we would all laugh and we'd go, ah, just cut the hair. Yeah. So you said his mantra right. kind of, but I always do remember that in the back of my head. Like, dude, it's yeah. just cutting hair too. Just cut the hair and go. Yeah, get the business done. Make the ends meet for sure. Yep. Uh, before we pushed record, Jake, we kind of talked about mantras and you kind of alluded to it now. Um which I think, you know, just cut the hair and about keeping things simple. I felt like this is something that you feel strongly about. Tell me about that. I do. Yeah. Cause this is my thing. Um, you know, oftentimes we, we get concerned with money, 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 and success, success in the form of money and money's rad. I want a lot of it, just like all of you guys. So not hating on that, but I think we have to just remember sometimes that what we ultimately want is to be happy. If happiness was free, which it can absolutely be, then what good is money really at that point, right? I just want to be happy. If I'm happy till I die, money, okay. I'm just looking at happy. So sometimes I, I or I always try to remember that. I, I'm, so I, I guess my mantra, the thing I'm keeping in my mind is I'm not going to go crazy trying to become a millionaire opening my own barbershop. I want to be successful. I want my family to be taken care of and I want all everyone who's working for me to be doing great, but I'm not going to, I'm going to always err on the side of not overstretching myself. I'd rather keep myself, my barbers and everyone who's coming into my shop happy than to try to squeeze extra dollars out of every corner and maybe becoming unhappy. One way I'm going to achieve that is, is, um, and this is a barber thing. Barbers shops can be very simple with their pricing. And there's a company in and out burger, even though I think it's pretty much a Southern California thing. Everyone across the world knows in and out. One thing I love about in and out is uh, if you go to the, to the drive through of in and out, I swear to God, there's five things on this menu. There's a number one, a number two, and you, and with a number one and a number two, you choose your drink. And if you want to shake with it, that's it. There's no onion rings. There's no crispy chicken. No, it's five things. They're all bangers. 
you know what you're here for. We're giving it to you affordably. And you're out the back gate. Like, you know, you're not. And that's what I want to keep my whole vibe. The prices will be fair. There's not going to be 37 choices of what you can do. We're doing the haircuts, the buzzes, the shaves. Come and go. I, you know, very simple, very clean. Not a lot of stress. Amen. Look, amen to yeah. that because I think yeah. uh, it's very easy to overcomplicate and continue to layer things off, uh, layer things on, and and which you confuse, you lose too many options, and it's it's all over. Keep it simple, sweetheart. Be clear about what it is. Like I, I like this in and out burger. Like it, it's a burger. It's a thing. And there's one thing, and this is what this is what you sell. Um, and mm -hmm. I, so I think there's a lot of sense to that. Great. Yeah, Oh, cool. I'll find right, a way as, to put that in five words one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, as tradition here on the podcast, uh, Jake, what is something or someone that's inspirational, a book or a podcast or someone that you follow that you could share with everybody listening? Okay. I do. I, I kind of, I had a different idea of what I was going to say. We chat, we chatted a quick bit about it earlier, but, um, so inspirational that this was, a, there were a few people that were inspirational to me very re recently, but inspirational to me. So my brother, my younger brother, I didn't mention this yet on this show, but I, you know, I mentioned that I was a musician, but um, my brother is a musician, a really popular musician. He's in a band called the dirty heads. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but they've had a lot of hits over here. And so he, I've always wanted to, have something cool of my own that was successful like my brother and my shop that I'm opening up is right next to his house. He's going to be coming and hanging out. And, and um, because of my playing music in the local community and my brother's band, we have a lot of young kids and people in the community that are going to be coming to my shop because of the music thing. So I'm kind of in, I'm inspired by what my brother's done. He's built up this cool thing for himself musically, and he's made a couple other businesses through that as well. And I was also recently inspired by um, the last barbershop I worked at was this little shop called Bordo and it's right by my house. And that's the shop where I had the epiphany where I'm like, I got to open my own shop. It's because this was just a dude like me, doesn't have a lot of money, cut at a few spots locally for a few years and just basically had his own epiphany that he wanted to start his shop and he did. And I started working there two months after he opened that place. And so even though I was only there for a couple months talking to him, Oops. Knocked my I knocked my headphone out. I'm back. Talking to him, Patrick is his name. Um, and him telling me, like, Jake, I just decided one day I wanted to start this shop and I found it. And then here I am sitting in his shop and I kind of got inspired by what he did. So it was that. It was like I wanted to do something cool, like my brother did. I was like watching my brother with his businesses. I'm like, okay, it's time for me to take a step up and do my own thing. And then I got a job at this little shop and got inspired by Patrick. And uh, that's, I guess those are the two things that were like rattling around in my head. And I went in the shop that I found is like across the street from my, my brother, it like made sense. I'm like, this is so funny. I got to take this shop. It's all happening. I don't know if those were good answers, but. Amazing. All right. Um, why don't you share with us, where can people find you and stalk you momentarily? By the time this podcast comes out you will be live and well um uh because i know people will want to come and find you so what's your oh, cool. what's your dub dub in your socials all right well um 
my social personally is Snake Bushnell. My name is Jake Bushnell, but Jake was taken. All right. I'm not trying to be extra rad. <laughs> Snake Bushnell on Instagram, you know, and then nice day barbershop. That's I got the Instagram for nice day barbershop and Facebook and all that. So yeah, you can find me Snake Bushnell, nice day barbershop. And um, I just put out a new song called Quiet Town, Jake Bushnell. I'm on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Stock me there, please. Amazing. I don't have very many music fans at the moment. I need, a, I need some of those. <laughs> um, I appreciate you sharing your inspirational journey, how you got to here, because I know there's a lot of people listening who are just at the stage that you're at or maybe a step behind, and this is going to give them the confidence to take a leap of faith and um, follow that intuition and just get started. So I appreciate it. Oh, it was my pleasure. Hey, you guys, you're going to be paying chair rent anyway. So maybe you can find a shop that's just a little bit more than chair rent. Believe in yourself. Get after it. Larissa, thanks so much for having me. Cool show too. I'm going to keep listening. Amazing. Jake, thank you so much for sharing your story and your contagious energy with us on the podcast today. I really love your commitment to staying grounded in your business journey. And I think this is something that we can often forget and we need to be reminded of. I think we can overcomplicate things and get so focused on the destination that we forget to enjoy the journey and be present for the part that you are in right now. So there's much to learn from this uh, when you're first starting out is part of the journey and the most important. Tomorrow you shall wake and there shall be another day. Nothing is more important than that. So I hope this podcast has been super refreshing and inspiring. It has been for me and it was certainly great to reminisce some of the old days. Time has flown by and also to reconnect with why. Why are we here and what are we trying to achieve? If this episode has got you thinking about your business or maybe you need to take a step back, get back to basics, simplify things so you continue to grow or just take a deep breath and breathe and enjoy the journey, I would love to hear what your takeaway has been. Maybe I can help and uh, we can connect. You can find a link to the Profitable and Successful Salon Owners Group where I hang out on a regular basis. I would love to see you there. Otherwise, same time, same place on the podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.